intro music. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, dude, can you keep that going? Clap, clap, clap your hands. What? Hap, hap, happy birthday. Hap, hap, happy birthday. Right. To you, Reese. Happy birthday. Uh. To you, Reese. Happy birthday. Big 40. That was out the, the dome. F- it was, dude. The <laughs> big four. Oh, for our homie. Yep. The infamous I mean, Afro. So old. Did it? Yeah. Dude, you're 40. You are old. I yeah. mean, the glass. I, mean, I feel like 40 is maybe the new time. Fuck you. Oh, folks, we are back. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like we say that almost every time we record an episode now, yeah. um, which is making us archaic, I think, in the terms of podcasting. Indeed. But we're back again. And fuck anybody who has anything bad to say about it. We're just really fond of triumphant comebacks. We really are. Also, life happens. It does. And, um, yeah, shit. <clears throat> It's stuff. I'm just going to spout those. That being said, (laughs) we're back. We're kind of reformatting. And we have a special guest today. Yes. Yes. Yes, you did. Was that my my cue? (laughs) That that is your cue. He is (laughs) the easy lover, Joe Barton. What's up, buddy? Welcome, Joe. Welcome to the show. What's good? How are you guys doing? How are you sexy, dummy, good. Eddie's doing? Rawr. How does he know we're that sexy? Wow. How does he know? I, yeah, did you know? Because he's the easy lover. It's like a sixth sense. I'm not even on cam. That's he just knows. also true. That's also easy lover, true. a.k.a. Cupid Valentino. Boom. Yeah. Killing the Colorado circuit. Yeah, trying to try to take over the world. Not just the city, the world, Craig. <laughs> if y'all have not checked out The Easy Lover, uh, please do yourselves a favor. Hop on YouTube. Do what you can. Find some Joe Barton mm-hmm. and bring it into your life. Yes. Frankly, one of my... on YouTube. Check it out. <laughs> one of my favorite uh, independent wrestlers at the moment. Oh. And, and without a doubt, my favorite to call. <laughs> oh stop it stop it oh no it's truth it is truth oh, oh. my daughter says you shake your butt a lot and she, <laughs> and then her face turns red and i laugh about it a lot ah <laughs> uh, uh, so they, joe you're gonna need to they, give us some they, history for they, the listeners feel all type of weird feelings for the first time that's it's I have puberty hits, man. And oh, uh, <laughs> they're like, whoa, that butt's shaking. Oh, man. I am, I am to us, stable us, and me. <laughs> Pow! Bringing it home. It's a full circle man. thing. Well, it really is. <laughs> so give us give us a little a little history of Joe Barton. Uh, what? What do y'all want to know about Joe Barton? Um, oh. I've been, well, this, I've been wrestling um, about six years now. Uh, before that, I was in the army. Uh, I've been, I was in the army for twelve years, and while I was in the army, I was doing army combatives. Uh, that's uh, the army's martial art program. I was teaching. I was competing. I was doing MMA as well. I was an amateur MMA champion, believe it or not. Uh, nice. Yeah, I also did some um, grappling competitions. I was a national champion and uh, as a blue belt at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, yeah, I was really keen into uh, all aspects of just grappling and just wrestling because I've always wanted to be a professional wrestler. And Quick. Quick question. When you were in the army, were you a GI Joe? 
<laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'll show myself out. Sorry. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess it'd be more GI Barton, I guess. Sergeant Barton. But uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. That's phenomenal. Yeah. And you have an upcoming match this Saturday. And doing... Friday. Friday. Oh, Friday. I'm sorry. You're right. Friday You're right. I'm sorry. Friday. This upcoming Friday and Saturday. Yeah. I'm pulling and, double duty, baby. And Oof. you are you are debuting <laughs> some catch style wrestling for a very unique program happening on Friday. Um, yeah. Share a little bit about that. Oh, uh, yeah. So this is the very first ever tag team cast wrestling match in Colorado history. Which is and insane. Wow. How does how is how is that even gonna work? Dude, it is so much fun and so intense at the same at the same time. So, you know, it's like it's like uh a real it's like a real life tag team match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get two two guy two on two one guy one guy on the apron he has a hold of the tag rope and two guys start off in the ring and you go for it uh, no striking just scrabbling mm-hmm. going for submissions mm-hmm. or um, or pins or um, take takedowns or um, or a knockout and, and, and for our listeners just just for like a clarification. Normally, as as a lot, you know, not not to like break the wall, but a lot of this has a a predetermined stance to it, or or you know, a bit of theatrics. But but this is different, right? This is not. This is this is the first person to submit is done, correct? Like or or pen or or, or pen, yeah. So this is Wait, this is, so this is this full is, on. This so, is not a a kayfabe thing. This is this, this is, is wrestling. This is where this is where pro wrestling originated from. Mm-hmm. What we're doing and we're bringing it back to its true um, roots. Um, this is like this is where it came, this is where it had it started, man. Before mm-hmm. uh, before the Cardis, before the uh, the sly slick promoters, before um, the the wrestlers themselves got kind of got tired, kind of got tired of low money. This sure, is like yeah. I used to. This is how I used to be. Used to be two guys in the ring, you know, mm-hmm. and on the army base or uh, at the bar, and say, "No, what's good? Let's go!" Like no, no, no punch, no punch. I gotta, I gotta be at work in the morning. <laughs> and they, they go for it, <laughs> and, and, they, and they went for it. And uh, until until somebody said off oh, war, somebody got a pin, or um, somebody got knocked out from a, a throw. <laughs> and so, this is put on by Jake Shannon, correct? Jake Shannon. Um, y'all don't know who Jake Shannon is? Do yourself a favor. Go- just Google. Google is. Oh yeah. Yeah. This, this is someone Google sought out by scientific, scientific wrestling or shoot pro shoot pro wrestling and. Jake Shannon is one of the uh, one of the best submission grapplers, one of the best submission grappling coaches in the world, and he comes from a very strong lineage of uh, cast wrestlers. Right, he, right. Uh, yeah. Is someone sought out by such greats as uh, Daniel Bryan? Mm-hmm. Which right. is, I mean, just just right there. I, I feel like that. Like you don't even need to drop that's any more names yeah, than that. Yeah, you know, that's you know. that's the name drop. Yeah. Like if if you need if you need someone else to, who cares, right? Like Daniel Bryan was like, I want this guy to teach me how to wrestle. If if you need something else, maybe you yeah. should question your wrestling knowledge. Yeah, there needs to be nothing else on the resume. Like that right there does it. Harry Smith, British Bull, British Bulldog. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, David Boy Smith Jr. So, uh, yeah, he's one right. Of the- and this is this is like Gotch lineage, right? Like yeah. this is this is really bringing down like Billy Ro- Billy Robertson, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the yeah. the 
the very old school, you know, respected names that that people to this day really, you know, refer to and revere in professional wrestling. Absolutely. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Every tell you, uh, like he'll tell you yourself, we're, we're taking it back. Uh, the pro wrestling's future is a step past. That's what we're doing. I love that. Yeah. And I really love that. I, no, me too. Yeah. It, it's, you know, kind of gives you goosebumps. I, I, have, a, I have a question. Nice. I have a question for, for our guest. So, no doubt, planning and, and prepping for this match, you've been in the gym and you've been working on your on your submission holds. Is, are you putting something new in the arsenal? Do you have a secret weapon that your opponents have never seen you use that you are going to be trying to clap on somebody's ass uh, <laughs> tomorrow night? Like, is this... Are, like, what do you... Do you have something in the back pocket that... that uh, they are just not suspecting because they're not going to hear oh. this. This is going to come out a couple days after. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the fans, my bro, the Colorado independent pro, pro wrestling fans that seen me actually legitimately compete in a, a legit, like a, in an actual a, grappling a, match, a natural a shoot, gra- yeah. a shoot, a natural mm-hmm. shoot competition. And I'm, that's my, that's where I, that's where um that's where I was getting right in my teeth, getting mm-hmm. ready, preparing myself for for wrestling. I already, I already believed if you know know the history, you actually know the the mechanics of what you do. That you can mm-hmm. do anything. You can translate that to, translate that to anything. So. Right. Yeah, I don't think they actually they're going they're going they're going to just be surprised with like how how much of an actual fighter I really am. <laughs> like, uh, I'm like they're to... they're going to be surprised to see the real Joe Barton in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like what you can really bring to the table. Yeah, like um, this is almost fifteen plus years of <laughs> of um, training and. Everything, everything I've learned coming together, coming for a full circle. Mm. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see and uh, exciting to see as well. So I really hope people come out and enjoy it. I have no I got, doubt. I got a question. Got a question for you. Uh, what is it? Uh, who are some of the catch styles that has inspired you? What do you say? What are some of the catch styles that have, that has inspired you? Catch. Catch now, <laughs> the wrestling <laughs> style, yeah, the gosh yeah. style. I mean, from the very beginning, from the very beginning, like I was like a real wrestling nerd at a young age. I knew who Frank Gotch was. I knew who um, I knew about Lou Dez, mm-hmm. and I knew that this is where pro wrestling started, and. And I remember watching um, wrestling with the Wrestling with Shadows documentary and seeing Stu Hart to stretch those dudes out for real. And I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn all that. And I just went down a rabbit hole at a young age, learning about Frank Gosh and submission wrestling. And I mean, me and my friends learning how to put on a real a real sleeper or a stranglehold. Mm-hmm. We thought all of us going to sleep in the living room. <laughs> so uh, it's just it's something that's always fascinated me and I, I became a pro wrestling fan and just uh that hard I just knew this is where it came from. I just learned mm-hmm. the history and just always been fascinated <clears throat> by it. Cool. So to to kind of move forward just a little bit, you have a new tag team debuting Next weekend, is that correct? On the twenty fourth for the yes, yes. Um, where we're part is part of we're part of a a trio. But okay. Me, yeah, it'd be the first time me and uh, this particular member are debuting under under the new uh, the new banner. All and right. Is this going to be a surprise? Are we are we like 
waiting to to reveal these things? Oh no, yeah, I think I, I've already posted. I've already posted about it. Okay. Since we're all, since uh, me since I'm gonna be there working Johnny Crash's love muscle. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm not here. big. I'm, it's yeah, not huge. No, it's, no, it's yeah, gigantic. It's like it's. it's, it's <laughs> I swear it's this big. <laughs> <clears throat> it's the biggest love muscle you have ever seen in yeah. your entire life. Yeah. It I'm will fill working. an entire wrestling ring. Yes, and I'm going to be working working that love muscle so hard. So hard. <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and you saw and everybody's going to come and they're going to come and they're going to come hard. Hulad. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Come we to the have, show. What are you guys talking about? Like, come on. Who, yeah, no, I yeah. mean, uh, if you're not if you're not already planning and you're in the Denver yeah. metro area, I mean, how can you not after that? That sounds like a promise of a good time. <laughs> Just don't wear your nice shoes. Yeah. Or That's maybe all. any pants. Or maybe right. any pants. But yeah, we're uh, debuting a new <laughs> better high society. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Uh, we're bringing culture back into professional wrestling. <laughs> it's me, it's me uh, Roland Doobie, and uh, the insatiable one, Johnny Cratch, collaborating together, and uh, we're going to take over Primo's Pro Wrestling. Oh, the veteran and master of Bong Fu, Roland Doobie, coming into it. Um, yeah. I have to say I'm a fan, and I'm very much looking forward to uh, watching this trio. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. We got, we got our eyes on, the, on, on some gold. Those uh, Primo's tag titles look, are looking lonely and need a new home. And uh, high society are more than willing to give them the proper home. They are needed, and uh, and then also you know, whenever Bill, uh, Hunter Gray and Adrian Grimm get done with their bullshit, <laughs> I think it's time. I think it's time. I think it's time. I think it's time for either myself, Easy Love, and Joe Boren, or Johnny Crash to take to take the medal. Primo's pro pro champion. Don't you think? I mean, I, that feud has uh, been going on for several months, ever. and forever. Maybe it is time for a, a new challenger once that feud is over. And frankly, I I can't think of a better a uh, better. I mean, challenger. don't get me don't get me wrong. They're both cute. Both sure. You know, both, no, both a little both, dark. Both, a little barbaric. Both, yeah. You know, tall, dark, and handsome. You know, bit good, good dad vibes, zaddy vibes. <laughs> and I'm just saying, like high society, we're down for forever. So like, it doesn't matter if it's. I mean, that's a, a threesome title. that could hold a tag title and yeah. and a heavyweight title. Correct. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. when you have that many members, yeah. It 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 could go all ways. Yeah, and we could go all night long. You know, <laughs> it's a it's an all night party. Has <laughs> side. Joe Barton, I have to ask: Is it ever hard being so easy? <laughs> I mean, the world the world try to try to make it hard, but you know. We got all this love. We get, uh, it just comes naturally. <laughs> that that is a phenomenal answer. Yeah. Who the world who is your love? This love anyway. <laughs> who was your idol growing up? As far as professional wrestling, like who who was it that was like, yeah, I I want to be a professional wrestler. Oh man, um, there's a couple of people. So, Shawn, My- Shawn Michaels made me want to 
made me want to be, be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, Mick, yeah, that's, but that's Mick, hard but, to like, you know, but, yeah, but, but Mick Foley mm-hmm. made me believe I could actually be a professional wrestler. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, well said. Yeah. Amen. Well said. And I'm like, well, and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like, I was a fat kid. People always picked on me, so I couldn't um, do anything. And I'm like, wait a minute. And Mick Foley, the night Mick Foley won the championship, but the night I said, you know, fuck these people. I'm going, I'm going to become a professional wrestler. That was the night I decided. Yeah, that was the night I decided I was going to pursue pursue that that dream. Man, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he broke, I think, so many body image like mm-hmm. you know uh presumptions and like just bullshit around that mm-hmm. and frankly was one of my favorite wwe uh champions period absolutely um, like honestly i've never like popped harder for anybody winning the championship i think daniel bryan set like second but, like mick foley was like the biggest oh that was huge like, it was like, huge like you, you did not expect it and then, no. like, and then I was watching WCW at the time, and they said Mick Foley, also known, formerly known as Cassie Jazz, going to win the championship. I'm like, what? I flipped to the other channel <laughs> <laughs> immediately. Immediately, I'm like, hold up. This can't be happening. This is some bullshit. And look over and watch, and watch Raw that night. <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah. that was actually a really wonderful moment. Yeah, that just just in wrestling for it, yeah, it was good. Yeah. That was that was phenomenal. So if you could work with someone currently active, who would it be? Currently, if active you could just throw it out there, anyone on an active roster, universal. Dude, so many. There's so many people I want to share my love with. There's so many people I just want to. I'm not. I'm not trying to throw softballs here. You know, yeah. like this, this is. This is all. This is pro questions. You know. Okay. Then softballs. Okay. How about how about I give how about I give six names? Okay. I give six names. I like all Joe right. Barton's six names. Let's let's yeah. do that. All right. So. The sexy six, let's call it that. Sexy six. So, Zach Saber Jr. Good choice. Yeah. Buddy Murphy. Okay. A brute. Yeah. And a very phenomenal upcoming talent. I'm really excited to see kind of where he lands. Uh, Elfie. I know Elfie is. Y'all know. Are y'all familiar with Elfie? Elfie? Elfie, yeah. No, no. Uh, where, dude? Who is who is where? Where do we find this person? Okay, you can find he uh, he wrestles a lot for uh, GCW New South. He okay, just wrestled in Las Vegas for versus Pro, but you can find him on Twitter F E E F F Y. Sure, man, a phenomenal wrestler, huge, uh, huge, uh, uh, LG. LGBT wrestler, man, great. Like, so now I've been wanting to work with, trying to get a match with him for uh, for a while. I think we're, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to do something uh, next year for Pride. I think we're that's what we're trying to plan. That would be awesome. That would be yeah. absolutely awesome. Yeah. I feel like this last Pride weekend uh, with the the Primos event was just fucking off the hook, man. Yeah. Um, we're planning. We're planning. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, yeah. well, fans, be on the lookout. Uh, yeah. Who who else do we got? So that's three. Who else? Yeah, also, also want to wrestle some females, man. That's um, without a doubt. I mean, there yeah. are some amazing female amazing. wrestlers on the circuit. Yeah. Um, Renee, uh, Max and Peller. Okay. Oh no shit. <laughs> Reese is like, what? Whoa. Oh, no, I mean, ears have hurts. Yeah, Max and Pater knows death. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we have some. I think we can have some fun with that. My, my, my love versus her brutality. 
and hate. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That is that's that is fun. an instant um feud right there. Love yeah. and hate, man. Like that's that's one of the best. Right. Um. That of course, Daniel Bryan. For sure. <laughs> Who wouldn't? And I mean, nobody knows what's happening with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, so that's... maybe that'll be a possibility. Maybe who knows? I uh, that's that's something I'm holding on for myself. Like let's just let's just pray one day he'll just be on the indie circuit and we can all <laughs> see him in small venues just doing his thing. Yeah, that's not wrong, right? right. And then <laughs> last but not least, ooh, man, I know his another. I would love to. I would love to go go against Jordan Grace and husband of John DeGrisham. Oh man, they I, are both I, yeah phenomenal. I I do you want to take them? Do you want to take them all at the same time? Yeah, and, yeah. And, he's and, the and, easy and, lover, and yo. Like, why would he and, not and want to take them both on? Yep. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I had the pleasure of watching Jordan Grace. Uh, that was actually one of the last live shows I got to play before COVID happened. And let's and, go. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to watch Jordan Grace do anything. Pardon? Was it the Respect Show too? It was. Yeah, yeah, uh, the Respect Show. And yeah, uh, God, that was, was um, that was a great show. Yeah. Um, my band got to play it. I was excited about that. Yeah. And uh, I got Jordan to watch. That. <laughs> oh man, it was so fun, and it was like <laughs> I got to watch it like on the stage, and it was just right, like right level with the the ring, and um, yeah. that was frankly the best view I could have ever had for a wrestling show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we got the um, Aligato versus um, oh Thunder Rosa. At yeah, the end, also, yeah. yeah, and that that match was just great. That was so much fun. Yeah, so much fun. Ruby yeah. Ray is coming in at the end, breaking it down. I was too, I was too to go to go get an autograph. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it too. She looked at me, and I was like, no. <laughs> like I just can't. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> She's an intimidating yeah, was- force. Uh, my anxiety was too my anxiety was too much that night. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, easy lover, Joe Barton. <laughs> yeah, got a little awkward silence. <laughs> what is love? Yeah, baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's oh, all I wanted. That was garbage segue into anything like that. I'm in the middle of work and here you are like, oh my goodness. Oh my God. This is great. (laughs) Joe Barton, thank you so much for being our guest. We Uh, really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we hope you stick around for some future segments if you feel like it. Yeah. 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 I heard we're going to talk about Loki. Oh yeah, we'll get there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Give me just a sec. We're going to take quick break because this is where we pause and do uh we're gonna segue into something else yeah. and also i have to pee yeah okay it's uh so if you're in denver Tomorrow night, make sure you come out to the walk to the Warren Bowl at 7 p.m. Uh, shoot Pro Wrestling Rebirth. Yours truly will be in the main event, the first ever tag team cash wrestling match. Um, this is all legit. This isn't a work. This is a straight shoot pro professional competitive grappling. Um, pins as the mission to knock out. Uh, go to uh, com and get your tickets. Make sure you promo code BARTON, E-A-R-T-O-N, support your boy. Uh, come out and see me 
And then also, Colorado Springs Wrestling, the very next night, um, me and my tag partner, Johnny Crash, Grown and Sexy, will be defending our tag team titles. And make sure you come out of that. You can hit up uh, Colorado Springs Wrestling on what? Facebook. I'm sorry, Facebook. <laughs> and get for tickets. And we will be at the Sunshine Studios Live at Colorado Springs. So make sure you come see us. Doors open at 5. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Come on. Dude, that muscle's fucking forming on my knee that didn't didn't used to be there. And (laughs) it really hurt when I walked downstairs. Yeah. Mm. You getting getting these bad boys right here? It's like coming around my kneecap. And I'm like, all right, it's dope that you're showing up, buddy. But also, (laughs) fuck. <laughs> I just want to be able to walk up and downstairs. New new muscles, new muscles hurt. They do, man. But it's good. It's been a super fucking fun experience, regardless yeah. of the bruising. <laughs> uh, frankly, this is one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> I keep trying to convince Reese that he should come down and be a wrestler with us. And you son of a bitch! Like, Listen here. Um, <laughs> See, you, he's already got the promo down. Yeah, you you tried to get me to come down this last time on a whim that just was not ever going to well, fucking no, work. No, in, but in society, that is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> when I hit you up before that. It was like you should come to wrestling lessons. Well, you're not wrong, but my 40 year old <laughs> bones can't fucking take. Bumps, probably. <laughs> Homie, you are a beefcake, and my 38-year-old body can do it, so you can too. It's good. I see, I see those biceps. He is those, so much better built right than here. me. Yeah. He could lift. I, I keep being like, dude, just pick me up and throw me at people. We could do the Wolverine special, I and it would be amazing. Time, it's enough for me. <laughs> I'm not doing get help. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to say nothing about Reese's little, little nonchalant, little roll the sleeve up and flex. Right, and like, like, I wasn't, wasn't going to point that out. It's so hot. It's so hot in here. Look, I'm about five seconds away from taking off my shirt and showing you my belly roll. It's fucking five seconds. Why are you five seconds? Maybe one second. It's it's so hot in here and it's so sweaty. Look at my glistening bicep. You can't even see me. My house is so poorly lit. Oh my god. That all right. That's all staying in. Oh, that's it all is. staying yeah, in. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, it's it's, we're yeah, gonna subtly transfer from the heat. Oh, he's turned the light on now. He's turned the light on now, so we really can see the bias. There it is. Look how cold this shit is. It was so dark in here when I was just sitting on my other computer, being like, "Okay, it is dark in here. I can't do shit. I gotta get this work done." Be all sexy old camera, but easy lover. Calm down. Calm down. Yo, this is turning into a totally different type. I'm gonna, of podcast. I'm gonna give you a free sticker. It's all right. It's all right. Yo, when Easy Lovers on the podcast, yeah, Easy Lovers turn into it turns into all love. It's the love podcast. It's it can't be stopped. Every day, goddamn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So, I I'm jumping to a totally different topic, mostly okay. because um. I'm obsessive about things. Right, hold up. Before you get going oh, on that, I just okay. noticed. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I have ADD His tonight. sick black thought shirt? Uh, yeah, I literally just noticed that that's a black thought shirt, and it is fucking dope. And Reese, did you hear Black Thought's verse on Father Figure? I don't think I did. The fuck is, you need to look that shit up. Okay. It's uh, Toby Nwingwe. I have I struggle with the voice, or with the name. Um. <clears throat> The song is called Father Figure, and Black Thought takes the second verse on it. It is a fucking masterclass in lyricism. And Royce to Five Nine is on that track too, and Ooh. his verse is also I fire. Actually, I might have actually heard it if, if Royce was on it. Yeah, Royce to Five Nine is actually one of the nicest rappers I've ever met in my life. Really, I'm not going to divert into like how that story went down, but I got to like hang out with that dude in his fucking hotel room for a minute, huh. and he was the shit. I like, I like, like knowing that. 
legitimately one of the most down-to-earth fucking just like humble motherfuckers i have met ever in the hip-hop industry and i have met a lot of assholes like so many so that was like not just refreshing to meet somebody who was like as fucking cool as he was yeah um that was back in the day when the awkwards was still around Uh and it was just a really stellar memory um i like hearing that stuff that just it makes me respect the dude even more you know yeah yeah he was dope i thought he was the guy at the club uh getting in a fight when we were trying to leave it was actually one of his entourage (laughs) and he was like in the middle of it trying to de-escalate the whole thing Mm -hmm. and um that was just i didn't know what the fuck he looked like because that shit makes you legendary yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah It, it really does man um but uh so so holy shit uh I've been I've been obsessed with Loki, the series, oh as God. I think yeah. most of us have. Um, if any of us are in the you know MCU shit, what and, is what uh, is this head shake? What is this head shake, Reese? Oh, Reese is head shaking. Reese is head shaking. Because I don't have Disney Plus. Oh, what man? Uh, use my I'm fucking gonna, login. Yeah, what are you, dude, what are you we, doing? Wait, I, think, I feel like we both at this point offered you our uh. logins. I'm just gonna <laughs> send it to you, homie. I'm just gonna. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. I don't think y'all understand how black people function with, like, other people's I, shit. I can't, hear you. I can't hear you for a few seconds. I lost, I lost that. <laughs> I said, I don't think you understand how it is with black people alone, black people with other people's shit. <laughs> All right. I'm sending it to you anyways, and you're just going to have to deal with it. Uh since you were kind enough to give me your new Japan login way back when. Uh, I don't think you've ever used that either. I did. I used it so often. Um, But then I got my own account because I felt guilty about cheating them and I actually like wanted to support that shit. Because I like New Japan. Don't fucking... I mean, you're not wrong, so fuck Disney. Yeah, go ahead and hit me up with that shit. I will. (laughs) Um, And I know that... I know that Kevin Feige is a longtime listener of the podcast. So, uh, Kevin, hook uh, hook our boy Reese up. Yeah. You know, just uh, you got some pull over there, Disney. I know. Or, or maybe hit us with like, you know, maybe a 50% discount or something. Yeah, like something. So, just, you know? just something. No, something. Give, me, give me free. Fuck that bullshit. Give me free. <laughs> All right. Yep. Give uh, it to him for free. No, no. Fuck that. Kevin Feige, just tell me who's going to be Reed Richards. Is he going to be a black dude? <laughs> we will read Richard. Hi, hi, wow. Because, because, uh, well, because you know, Kane the Conqueror is black, and if you read comics, he's a, he's a Richard. Richard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm just saying. I like, mean, that seems I mean, appropriate. Or you know, and also, thirty first century. You know, maybe he has yeah. some time to you know. The change, <laughs> I don't know, but maybe, maybe, maybe. I I got nothing there. Nah, <laughs> I, I feel like it should. I feel like it should be, you know. Um, but holy shit! Apart from Reese's head shake and, uh, you know, lack of watching any of the series, though I'm sure he's Please probably been talk spoiled about it. I want y'all to go ahead and get, talk your shit and stuff because eventually I'll get it. But I'm just gonna be behind. I'm watching Supernatural right now, so I can't even fucking front. So. All right, all right, fine. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna talk you know, my I've shit. Never watched Supernatural, really? Oh wow! All right, you know what? I'm Let's just hold Loki out for a second. He just, I don't know. He's never resonated with me. I, I thought def- the f- I never would have thought myself getting into it as hard as I got into it. But as soon as I got into more like the deeper seasons of it, I was uh-huh. hooked, man. It, it's funny. It's 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 really good. <laughs> It's like as soon as the show, and this is probably season like eight or nine, right? It becomes like very self-aware and just starts making fun of itself. And at that point, it's it's just a magical thing, and I couldn't stop watching it. Hmm. I thought the first season was actually fucking scary. The first season was scary, and, and it eventually kind of stopped being that yeah, way. Yeah, it really did. Um, my, my problem with the first episode is that it was set in Colorado. Mm-hmm. It was not filmed. Anywhere yeah. near. It was filmed yeah. in Canada, 
Yeah, uh, all of it was filmed in Canada. <laughs> yeah, and you can and you can tell, like, you know, they're like, yeah, we're in Evergreen, Colorado, and I'm like, no, you, we don't have those trees out here. What are you talking about? Um, but I mean, like, yeah, the the show becomes self aware and becomes much funnier, and the lore, oh, the lore gets like super deep, and and I'm a lore hound, so if you give me lore to learn, I'm hooked. Um, and then they did a crossover episode with Scooby Doo. An animated episode with Scooby-Doo, and it was perfect. It was everything you would want a supernatural Scooby-Doo crossover to be. I didn't actually know that, and that's amazing. All right, well, I'm actually fucking sold now. Like, I'm probably going to jump on this train, too. I I didn't watch... I I don't know where I stopped watching it, but I stopped before that shit happened. Mm. Yeah, that shit was in, like, the last season. There was a Japanese episode where they were on a game show, and that shit had me dying. I was like, I don't even know where this is going, but this is the funniest ep- shit I've ever seen on a show that it doesn't make any sense <laughs> to to the plot or anything, but it was funny. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> one, day, one day, I'll give you a, I'll give you, I'll try give you a chance. Now, apparently, you know, you've already been spoiled for a a multitude of seasons, but at the same time, (laughs) I kind of want to see how that shit plays out. Yeah, this is not a spoiler (laughs) free zone. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Isn't it about to end? (laughs) Isn't Supernatural about to end? It already ended. It's already over. Yeah. And the finale was fucking chef's kiss. It was perfect. It was so good. I won't spoil it, especially because Reese is like barreling towards the end. But uh, it's I'm a grown ass man. Y'all, I cried. I cried like all through that finale. And like I wasn't even like particularly emotionally attached to that show. I mean, how can you get emotionally attached to characters that literally die at least once a season? Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, it was that like they just they hit all the right sentimental notes in that last episode. And it was just it was a beautiful thing god damn it so just to bring that all home though loki loki <laughs> Rewind. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers are dying and then yeah. you know uh not dying and then being absconded by the fucking time police <laughs> and then they just like play out this beautiful fucking Loki-centric story. Yeah. And I have... I enjoyed Loki as a character, Mm -hmm. but he was never really my favorite character. Right. You know? Or even a character I particularly cared about. Well, he's my wife's favorite character. I know, but, you know, I mean, dude's sexy. Yeah. He's a stud. Um, (laughs) Where is this going? Where this is going is that <laughs> this six episode series fucking took my view of Loki and just flipped it right the fuck upside Completely down. Completely upside down. Like, I am so in love with this character transformation and the way that they have, like, evolved this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, you know, like the Thor movies and the, you know, the the beginning through these movies into the series and he has become so relatable. Yeah. Like insanely relatable and it's fucking great. But the Did you ever read the book? No, I didn't. Gotcha. Um, I just picked up the one through four run of Vote Loki, though. But... That's kind of, I guess, for me, you know, who the 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 fan that is not a a huge comic reader. Like I love comics, and then I spent way too much money on them and was like, I can't fucking buy them anymore. Yeah. Um, oh no shit. Yeah, no shit. We've we've had this conversation. Let's not. Yeah, this fool sold off his, <laughs> this, this fool sold off his whole collection and didn't even give me a shot at it, and I'm mm-hmm. good. <laughs> But uh, but but just you know, as as a casual somebody who's just watching the movies, right? And I've read a lot of comics, so I, I know a lot of like back lore. But 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 just as a watcher, 
this shit is like totally transformed my view on this character. Mm. And it's not often that that type of shit happens. And I really appreciate it. Well, I mean, how like the MCU has been around for over a decade and Loki's been around since almost the beginning of that. Right. And so they've spent the better part of 10 years showing us how irredeemable this character is, how it doesn't matter how much love or affection he's given. Mm -hmm. uh, He will like the proverbial rattlesnake turn and bite the, the people closest to him. They've shown it to us time and time and time again. And then in six hours of television, they redeem him. Right. How? Yeah. How do they write this shit? It, it was good. It was good. I, I gotta say. Um, and spoilers, you know, uh, are happening now. But uh, just the whole shit with Kane. La, 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 la. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> you already know. You have. Do you? You've got social media. Um, the the whole the whole introduction of Kang is just so fucking good. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. We don't know if that's Kang. Never said. They never said. Oh, oh, it we is. we know it was, that. it was the con. He said he was the conqueror. He said he'd been known by several names. But then at the end, they show him in the, like, he's got the the statue of him, and he's got the the, the whole thing. And, and also, we know that Jonathan Majors is cast as, quote, Kang for Game 3, right? But what we know is there's variants. Well, sure. Mm, they're and, all, yeah. And then, if you're a comic book fan, if you, if you read the comics, Kang, Kang the Conqueror has been known every, known as several people been oh, yeah. of the church. He's been um Iron Lad, the founder of the Young Avengers. Yep. He's mm-hmm. been he who remains. Yep. I, I think that I, I think that this version, uh this variant that we saw at, at the end of time in Loki, uh I think this is meant to be Immortus. the Immortus variant. Yeah. He was kind of dressed like Immortus. Um, and you know, he was the longest lived Kang, right? Which technically I think makes him Immortus. Um, but I, I can't wait to see like Kang the Conqueror show up. Mm-hmm. You know like what the, I mean? Like that's evil. Ver- yeah. The, the, the evil badass. God, I'm going so to good stop the whole like universe version. Being the kind of whimsical. Excuse they- me. Um, villain that he was, you know, yeah, yeah. not even villain, tell. but like he was you, like, yeah. You could tell that like, he was. You could tell that like, his character, like, has just been cr- like cracking underneath. Too, he'd been there yeah. all that time. In isolation. Yeah, he was. He was just done. You know, um, yeah. he, like he'd he'd kind of lost it and given up in so many ways, and that was portrayed so well Can you imagine yeah. how alone i was I've, I've watched that last right, yeah times oh my god and like the whole thing with miss minutes uh, like being so deceptive and creepy and like i think miss minutes really like was that. probably built based on an old stark ai i think you're probably not wrong and i would like to explore that more like hopefully in season two we i just love the name the... too miss minutes yeah, <laughs> yeah heather just... heather wants to get a miss minutes tattoo the fair. Yeah. Um sure. can I can I point out something exceptionally specific about episode six? Please do. Right. The, the citadel at the end of time was carved out of this black stone, right? And running through that black stone are these veins of gold. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that wasn't just, you know, to make it look like actual stone, like, oh look, it's granite. Yeah, because you know, nothing Marvel does is it, like yeah they just... don't do anything accidental. So there's this there's this Japanese art form, and I I wish I could remember the, what what the name of it is, but I can't uh, because I'm old and I forget stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, say uh, your favorite bowl gets smashed, right? Uh, whereas in an American household, we would sweep that bitch up and throw it away. Uh, in Japan, they save all the pieces and they glue them back together with molten gold. So that it's, you know, once the bowl is whole again, it has these veins of shining gold running all throughout it. 
And that's that's immediately what the Citadel evoked for me mm-hmm. was them saying, you know, this is, you know, I think you're, uh, ta- I think you're talking about Kintsugi. Yes, yes, thank you. Um, it's evoked for me Kang fixing the timeline, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. And seeing the his own his own fixes uh, right, as all the, the gold in that there. binds the pieces. Mm-hmm. And it oh, it's it gave me this this sense of how arrogant, yeah, how arrogant of this man to see his touches as the gold that binds the 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 pieces of the mm-hmm. universe. You know, um, it was, but, but also, a- but also you gotta like think about also kind of pity with the dude. Like he's all these versions of him. He's had to fight. He's had to. Kill like he versions of him. He's had to kill uh-huh. billions of, at this point, billions of people, timelines to end to end the war. So everything he's he's done was necessary to prevent mm-hmm. it. And now it's all it's all what's happened again. Yeah. <laughs> and like the 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 his reaction to them hitting a point in time where he doesn't know what's going to happen yes. anymore. Yeah. Like the, the weird fear like, and excitement on his face thing yeah. that was happening. Like, I feel like I've felt that before, you know? And it's like, I feel like that was, such, he just did such a great job of depicting like how that cat is such a good actor, how that would be, you know, or, you know, that like kind of, that release almost like yeah it almost childlike um in his like responses to people but at the same time like the levels of or weight of like grief that seems to be like under it yeah um you know like when she stabs him and he's just oh and he says see you soon yeah and it's just like so breaking like monotone he was so. It know, was like, like he was so sad and yeah, disappointed. Yeah, like ah, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> and like, like damn, like everything, like this is all going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Like no matter what my the best right. efforts that yeah. I put into this a million times, it's like he's over a million, tr- you know, yeah. plays of the timeline, and it's Bill Murray, and in, I and I still couldn't fix it. Groundhog's Day. Yeah. You know, like. And like the whole the whole series, it posed the question: Can we change, or are we determined? Right. Yeah, it's the whole question of free will, right? Like, yeah. are we really in control of our lives? Yeah. And then it's like there are some outside forces got it paving the path, mm-hmm. and we're walking. And then we hit the weird you know, stance of, of Morbius being, or Mobius rather, not being Mobius, you know, like a different timeline of Mobius. And you're like, fuck, you know, (laughs) like, you know, does, does it matter then? You know, like, and I'd like, you did. And I'd like to point out like what, so Loki got knocked into that timeline before Sophie did what Sophie did and broke the timeline. Mm-hmm. So what is that timeline, and why did it already exist? Well, he, he was already branching. So if you look at the the thing, well, the they box, all started, yeah, branching before he died. He a, so he, it could have yeah. a branch. Oh, maybe I didn't notice that. I need to watch that episode again. Oh yeah, he already <clears throat> like they. He was kind of like, oh, it's already started. You know, uh, things were branching yeah. off. Okay. So it could have been in one of those branches, or sense. it could have been, you know, a a weird future thing. Yeah. No, like, um, there was like, there was a scene before Mobius and what was her name? D 90, D 50, B 15. Yeah. B 15. They're watching the screen and everything's spread out. If you look at Mobius's tie, it's all messed up. He's doing what it's all messed up. But then when, and now I'm going to have to like go back and then with Loki, Gold finds the other Mobius. It's mm-hmm. him. It's all like B-15. super serious. Yeah. Look at the look at the phone freaking out. Like they're seeing something. Like it's, they're surprised by it. 
Yeah. Now, <clears throat> and I mean, Mobius is all nice and neat now. Mm. So these are different, you know, different. That's, yeah. So yeah, he's like on a totally time different timeline or different universe. Oh, that's, that's a good gonna be catch. fun. That's, that's gonna be catch. way fun. I'm excited to see how that shit plays out. So when this, so everything's on the table now. They basically just opened up everything on the table. Can we talk about Old Man Loki for a second? I mean, yeah. first off, Richard Grant in the yeah. original six one six costume, breathtaking. Fucking that was fantastic. <clears throat> but when he talked about when he faced Thanos mm-hmm. years and years and years ago, and he cast an illusion so good that even the Mad Titan couldn't tell. Does that mean that our Loki, our original Loki, is still alive? Like, was that Richard Grant telling us what actually happened in Endgame? That's an interesting question. Or, or in or... Infinity War, not Endgame. Yeah. Right. But by That's all a... accounts, isn't he still alive because they changed, altered the timeline as such? Well, yes, but but what he's saying is, does are there two? Well, there are like, multiple, though, right? No, 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 no. Like, like, like from that timeline, the the Loki that the, we saw the, gets the sacred timeline Thanos, Loki. which would be. That's the sacred timeline, right? So, is like Loki the, dying by the hands of Thanos, right? And even even according to the TVA, right, that was the end of Loki's reel, um, right? So, but if they had a a, a different illusion that that was so good, that yeah, it fooled so Thanos good, and Thanos, the TVA, everybody thought that Loki was dead because he was choked to death. By Thanos and that thing, but he was actually hiding under a counter in the kitchen. Right, I don't know. But I, I wouldn't live then. Like I don't know. That's interesting. So interesting. So so what they're saying is that that Loki or that time old Loki, classic Loki. Yeah, that was a a timeline that happened. That happened when someone he decided to come back to find his brother. They you set that timeline, and that get paid way for our Loki to come through, and that outcome changed. Right, he did die. So I think they're leaving it open to where. But see, that's that's the tell, right? Oh, because... also, wait a minute. That's that's something. Also, something. So what he so that everything that happened, the classic Loki, that was actually a fan theory that they made real. Yeah, into the show, into the show. But so with old man Loki, uh, him creating the illusion and escaping Thanos was not a branched a branch in the timeline. The branch happened when he left his solitude because he yeah. missed Thor. So right. that tells me that uh, Loki casting that great illusion and escaping Thanos was still okay on the sacred timeline. So, by that logic, it means that that sacred timeline Loki Could should be alive, be alive and drifting around yeah. in space somewhere still. I mean, if Loki were I mean, just hiding two. out. I mean, there is, it is a season two, and then mm. you get there's plenty of movies. Oh yeah, there's a lot of Loki go around. There's, there's a lot of movies that go get us to Fantastic Four, the <laughs> end of Fantastic Four. So. Yep. We're going, we're going to see. I am so excited to finally see. I'm going to knock on wood real quick. A final, uh, a Fantastic Four movie that doesn't completely suck. <laughs> yes. Like, and, and I have, I have enjoyed many of the casting decisions of mm-hmm. the previous, uh, Fantastic Four films. I don't think there will ever be a better Ben Grimm than Michael Chiklis. I thought he was perfect for the part. I thought that the the makeup that they put him in was awful, and there was n- the greatest actors in the world couldn't have saved that dog shit script. No, um, which is why they all got recast. Which is why they all kept getting recast. And it, uh, so we might finally get a Fantastic Four movie that's good. And and uh, I'm sorry, hey, but frankly, in previous iterations of these movies, 
they did my boy Doom wrong. Like, the we have not yet seen a proper Victor Von Doom. No. And they owe us that. <laughs> oh, we should get, like, a MCU-wide Doom thing. Yeah. You know, like, if, if they're going to do this for fucking Kang the Conqueror... Like we need, we need so much more for Doom. Well, I mean, and, and this whole multiverse branching timelines, you know, you weren't here for the first multi-universal war. Uh, it's all setting up Secret War Two, right? Oh, for right. sure. And you cannot properly do Secret War Two without Victor Von Doom. Mm. You, you can't. No. He's he's the crux of the entire story. He really was. Uh, so it's like if you can't, yeah, yeah. What do you think, Reese? I mean, I got a shit for a motherfucking penny here. This is crazy. You know, I gotta say, the one thing I do say is that I I didn't mind Julius McMahon's Victor Von Doom, even though I do agree that the movie was still shit for the first Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. But I did enjoy his... In re-edition, and I wish they would have allowed him to go darker uh, with Victor Von Doom because I yes. thought Julius McMahon could have could have done it. That. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, again, it goes back to the casting. The casting were were fantastic. For you know, uh, sorry, pardon the but, pun, um, but um, well, you know, I did, I'm not sure if I was agreed that Jessica Alba was a good two storm. Right? Uh, uh, yeah, but I. I, I I didn't see it, but you know, I know a lot of other people liked it. But I Rafad was a a great Mister Fantastic. I agree there. Um, yeah. Jessica Alba, uh, she she's she's, okay. he's not, she's not a natural blonde, and I'm like, you guys need a Sue Storm that's a natural blonde. What, well, what are you doing? Ah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really care about that. They, they could have cast. Uh, damn it! You gave me this bald headed white lady with blonde hair. Yeah, give me that in my movie. <laughs> I mean, if they focus on what makes Fantastic Four Fantastic Four, which is the family aspect, family exactly, family aspect, and maybe that's why they should cast Vin Diesel as Ben Grimm oh, for this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, what are you doing? You know what? Headphones are off. Headphones are off. I'm done. Hobbs <laughs> is leaving. He's he's out. That was the final straw. Trash. <laughs> he's full of shit. I can hear him laughing all the way. Up the stairs. Like, I I hope I hope somehow they do um they get they get um um. What's up? What the, the their baby's name? Franklin. Franklin Richards. I hope they get him involved somehow to where he's the one remaking the the universe, just like in uh, Hickman's Avengers and Hickman. Uh, you know what? I fully agree because I I see it. I saw it going the same damn way too. Yeah, yeah. that would be awesome, actually. There's uh, there's fan theories that they're not going to do a Fantastic Four origin piece, just like in the yeah. MCU we didn't get a Spider-Man origin piece. It's just you know cool. we we pick it up a couple years in, right? Yeah, you uh, so just this, you just like you just like put like subtle, like little subtle hints. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Or you know, so you tell it, you tell it in the intro. Daddy, 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 fantastic. Yeah, uh, I'll be right back. I gotta bring somebody up. Word. Um. So there's uh there's this fan theory that's floating around that I hope the MCU picked up on because I I think it would be brilliant. Uh, mm -hmm. instead of giving us uh an origin piece, give us you know they were already scientists back in the fucking seventies, sixties, seventies, whatever, eighties. I don't care. And some experiment went horribly wrong. And they've been like stuck in the quantum realm or stuck in the negative the, zone, the negative zone yeah. uh, you know, since that time. And then somebody, you know, maybe Professor Hulk, maybe Peter Parker, uh, maybe Dr. Strange uh, figures out, you know, like has well, to rerun this experiment and it reopens the portal 
Hank yeah. Pym. Yeah, exactly. And then and then we get our Fantastic Four, who is, you know, they've they've existed for all this time, but now they've got the whole fish out of water thing like they did with Captain America, right? After he was frozen for, you know, seventy yeah. years. Um and, you know, they coming through the you know, they have these new powers and now that they're back in real space, they have to learn how to use them. Um, it's just this fan theory. Like I would watch that movie that, yeah. that sounds amazing to me. And I would, I would absolutely pay money to watch that movie. Right. Yeah. I think that would be dope too. Welcome back Hobbs. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I just needed a moment. Right. <laughs> hey, oh, wow. hey, I'm going to let you guys go. <laughs> Joe Barton, thank you yeah. so much for uh, joining us. Yeah, this has been great. Yeah. Uh, um, we very much appreciate it, and we're very excited to see you this weekend, as well as next weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're uh, Johnny In Crash's Love Muscle. Johnny Crash's Love Muscle. It's not big. It's ginormous. <laughs> I don't like hearing crash and love muscle in the same sentence. That just makes me a little uncomfortable. Well, if yep. you met Johnny y'all, y'all Crash, you'd probably disturbing. be okay. Man, it, it was nice to, to meet you. It was nice to have another brother on this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. because... <laughs> we white out sometimes. Let me ask the business real quick. Make sure you get your tickets. Johnny Crash's love muscle. Uh, Amen. Uh, you can get that. Out? Where's the what's the website? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Just look it up. www.everbite.com. Eventbrite. Yep. Even by even eventbite brights. My bad. Yeah, eventbrights. That's it. Everybody. Eventbrights.com. And make sure you use promo code Easy Lover to show your support. Hey, get it in. Do it. The easy lover. Yes. Joe Barton. Yes. Also, find me on Twitter and Instagram, Joe Barton Wrestling. And uh, see you guys guys soon. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Joe. We appreciate it.